Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And in today's oddcast, the U.S. government takes one giant leap forward on the subject of disclosure. Are we alone in the universe? Not according to these intelligence officials. We always have an odd one in the crowd. So it's kind of odd. Decidedly odd. Doesn't that strike you as a little bit odd? No, it doesn't strike me as a little bit odd. It's the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. The stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. Now, here's the Oddcast. Last Monday, a huge news story broke that did not get as much attention as I thought it would, but... You know, the the mainstream and fringe news media, honestly, all they cover is uh, politics. If I feel like there's nothing else happening in the world but the next presidential election. And I don't know about anybody else, but I'm so freaking exhausted with political news that when something astonishing happens, you would think you could get a little bit of play for it. And this is something truly astonishing. Um, David Charles Grush, I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce his name, but I'm, I'm taking a good, good swing at it. David Charles Grush, he's 36 years old. He's a decorated former combat officer who served in Afghanistan. He is a veteran of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, and he served as the National Reconnaissance Office's representative to the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force from 2019 to 2021. And from late 2021 to July of last year, he was the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency's co-lead for the analysis of unidentified aerial phenomenon. And he was its representative on the task force. Now that task force was established to investigate what we used to call UFOs and what we now call Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena, or UAPs, that task force was led by the Department of the Navy under the Office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence Security. They then went and reorganized it and turned it into the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office because we needed to include unknown objects that were operating in our oceans and Great Lakes and underwater. We call that office ARO, ARO. So, um, David Grush, who I've just described to you as this um, highly regarded intelligence officer, combat veteran, person who holds multiple security clearances, has stepped forward as a whistleblower and said that the government has recovered partial fragments and intact vehicles that are not of human origin and not of this world. And how do we know that? 
He says it's based on um, long studies of the material science testing of these um, artifacts and vehicles and the fact that they possess unique atomic arrangements and radiological signatures. He said, we're not talking about prosaic origins or identities. This is intact and partially intact vehicles that are not made by human intelligence and are not of this world. So that's the beginning of the story. Um, Grush followed all the protocols. He provided the defense office a pre-publication and security review at the DOD with information that he intended to disclose. His on-the-record statements were cleared by the DOD on April 4th and 6th of this year. His disclosures and that of all the non-public witnesses that are under these protective provisions of the defense appropriations bill, which is a lot of government speak for wah, 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 but Grush is now being protected to come forward and say what he knows and hopefully to get other people to come forward and say what they know. And a, a gentleman named Carl Nell, Carl E. Nell, who served in the um, army. He's retired now. He had the rank of colonel and he works in the aerospace um, industry. He was the army's liaison for the UAP task force from 2021 to 2022. He said, David Grush is beyond reproach. So folks, this is what soft disclosure looks like, except this disclosure isn't jiggly anymore. This disclosure is firming up, and I have more jaw-dropping details. So we're talking about this, I think, astounding news story that broke last week. Um, a federal whistleblower coming forward and saying, uh, we, we have vehicles that are non-human and not of this world, and it's time that the public, not just the American public, but the people of the world know it. So if you're kind of geeked out on this stuff like I am, um, you should, you should maybe think about subscribing to The Debrief. It's thedebrief.org. It's a newsletter, The Intelligence Debrief. And the um, two journalists who broke the, um, the Tic Tac videos, the Navy fighter pilot Tic Tac videos, who right. broke that story on the front page of the New York Times, um, wrote a report. And I'm sharing you bits and pieces from their report that was in The Debrief. And it's I mean, your eyes bug out of your head. Now, when you're reading something like this, you're dealing with a lot of government acronyms and layers upon layers of organizations nested inside organizations. No wonder our roads are potholed because there's, it must take so much money just to finance all of these layers upon layers of secret organizations. But let me come back to a little more of the juicy details from this story. Um, People in the UFO uh, and UAP and um, this whole kind of universe of curiosity and interest will know the name Christopher Mellon. He, he spent a couple of decades in the U.S. Intelligent commun intelligence community, and he also served as the Deputy Assistant Director of Defense for Intelligence. He's been working with Congress for a number of years on this unidentified aerial phenomenon, and he's the guy with the really great um, bone structure and, and twinkly eyes that you often see paired with Lou Elizondo, right? Louis Elizondo, another former U.S. government intelligence officer who is also coming forward with disclosure. So here's what Christopher Mellon 
has to say on this subject. He said, and, and he also had a piece in Politico that ran last week about the whole alien, are we alone thing that was jaw dropping in the extreme. I almost choked on my cereal. But here's what he said, quote, a number of well-placed current and former officials have shared detailed information with me regarding this alleged program, including insights into the history, governing documents, and location where a craft was allegedly abandoned and recovered. It's a delicate matter getting this potentially explosive information into the right hands for validation, and it's made harder by the fact that, rightly or wrongly, a number of potential sources don't trust the leadership of the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office established by Congress, end quote. And I think that this is also made difficult by the fact that, rightly or wrongly, um, we don't know what the hell to believe anymore in the news. Like, you don't even know if what you're looking at, Twitter's a hot mess. Um, you can't even tell because of the whole crazy blue check thing. You don't even know sometimes if the account you're looking at is, is an actual account or a parody account or a hijacked account. And then, you know, reality is such a shit show that you're, you're like, is that real news? Is that fake news? Is that propaganda? Like, what am I seeing? But this is, you guys, this is a deeply legitimate news story. And I'm, I can't believe I'm, I'm, this is in my lifetime. Like all I ever wanted was to know the answer to that question. And I think we're going to get it, not just in our lifetime, uh, but between now and when school starts again in the fall. Listen to what Jonathan Gray, who um, he's, a, he's an officer with the United States Intelligence Community, top secret clearance. He works with the National Air and Space Intelligence Center, where his job is analyzing unidentified aerial phenomenon. And prior to that, he worked uh, in the Department of Defense and in the aerospace industry. He says, quote, Jonathan Gray says, quote, the non-human intelligence phenomenon is real. We are not alone. Retrievals of this kind are not limited to the United States. This is a global phenomenon, and yet a global solution continues to elude us, end quote. Um, well, that was pretty blunt, wasn't it? Max, it's not surprising, say? though. We can't seem to get we can't seem to get together on so many things. Uh, but I mean, I, I've been for people that go, I'll believe it when the government says it, or well, I'll believe it when they yeah. land on the White House lawn. Here is intelligence, American United States Say intelligence it. officer with his top secret clearance, Jonathan Gray. Quote: We are not alone. Why is this not like interrupting programming everywhere? I, I don't understand reality anymore. Let me tell you a little bit more about um, what David Grush, the whistleblower, has revealed. In his statements, which the Pentagon cleared to be released to the public, he said that UFO legacy programs have long been concealed within multiple agencies nesting UAP activities in conventional secret access programs without appropriate reporting to oversight authorities. He said that he reported to Congress on the existence of a decades-long publicly unknown Cold War for recovered physical material. So there, the U.S. is in competition with governments all around the world to get our hands on what he describes as UAP crashes slash landings and retrieval of the material for exploitation slash reverse engineering to garner asymmetric national 
defense advantages because that's what it really comes down to. And in this report, um, they say, like, listen, look, any nation that gets a hold of this technology, which is very likely to be thousands of years, leaps and bounds beyond what we currently have, that is not going to be a, a fair fight. No. And that's a really solid point. Grush said that UAP craft recovery operations are ongoing at various levels of activity and that he knows the specific individuals, current and former, who are involved. Um, and he talks uh, about some of the black programs. He talks about some of the illegal contracting and suppression of information that's been going on. And, uh, and he goes into some detail there. And that gets real wonky. And I don't want to take us too far into the weeds. Because I think we should maybe sit for a minute with what Jonathan Gray said. We're not alone. Wait, what? What? Why? Why is my newsfeed filled with Meghan Markle, uh, Prince William, and Brussels sprouts when it should be filled with the most shocking and earth-shattering, literally, information in human history? Do you have a theory on that one, Max? I don't. I think that people don't want to believe that it's true. I think people act like it's, you know, it's just, I, I just, am, I refuse to believe in it. And I want to know all this gossipy news. I, um, I You know, it's the only thing that I can think, but, but, but these are, these are, the thing you have to know is these are not a bunch of uh, tinfoil hat wearing kooks. These are all reputable people who are bringing us this information. Jonathan Gray, the one who said, we are not alone. The intelligence officer who specializes in UAP analysis at the National Air and Space Intelligence Center, this is the very first time he has ever spoken publicly on this subject. This is the very first time. And he said, the immense capabilities that we are seeing the existence of complex historical programs involving the coordinated retrieval and study of these materials dating back to the early 20th century should no longer be a secret. He said, yes, the majority of retrieved foreign exotic materials, um, we can find that they have a prosaic or terrestrial explanation, but not all. And any number higher than zero in this category gives, um, it's an undeniable statistical spike, and it potentially would give an adversary um, such a huge advantage. And they did talk about that's part of the reason for the secrecy, right? Because you want to have, I mean, let's face it, what do human beings do? We make love, we make babies, we make war, rinse and repeat, right? And so much of, so much of our governments all around the world that's all. They're, they're just constantly planning for war, having a war, cleaning up after a war, getting into the next war. So enormous amounts of money and energy have been expended on protecting national security and, you know, building up the arsenal. Right. So, yeah, we're not going to we're not going to be sharing everything we find. But guess what? Neither are the other governments around the world. And um an Air Force officer came forward, and the Air Force is sort of legendarily um, tight-lipped about the UAP, UFO phenomenon. I mean, what was Project Blue Book but a big diversionary tactic, right? 
So it's very rare for the Air Force to say anything on the UAP subject. But here we go. This is according to the United States Air Force via our friend Jonathan Gray. Quote, a vast array of our most sophisticated sensors, including space-based platforms, have been utilized by different agencies, typically in triplicate, to observe and identify the out-of-this-world nature, performance, and design of these anomalous machines, which are then determined to be not of earthly origin. So hear what he just said. The most sophisticated technology we have, including space-based radar and viewing. And it comes at them. Every anomalous sighting comes at them from three different places, three different ways, multiple agencies. And what is the, de what is the decision they've all arrived at? Determined not to be of earthly origin. Christopher Mellon says that he believes that once members of Congress are more aware of the information that we're talking about here um, and the inspector general, they'll be in a position to determine the truth if there's the will to do so, because it is frightening. And there are people that want to put their head in the sand and pretend that this isn't real. But as Dr. Gary Nolan, he's a professor in the Department of Pathology at Stanford University. He's a renowned um, material scientist and inventor, okay? He said, quote, listen, human civilization was utterly transformed by something as small as a grain of silicon. That's how we have all the integrated circuits right. that drive our entire electronic world. Um, imagine, imagine what could happen to humanity if we were able to correctly um, harness this technology that's just so far beyond anything we have. So we have um, whistleblower protection legislation that encourages people to come forward and protects them from reprisals. Now, David Gr Grush has suffered some reprisals and he has a lawyer and there's, you know, investigations into some of the things that have happened to him since he came forward. Um, but, you know, this, the whole idea of, well, why didn't he come sooner? Why didn't somebody else come sooner? Why are we just hearing this now if they've known it since the early 20th century? Let me go back to Jonathan Gray, the intelligence officer, who says, secrets are necessary. This is a tough nut to crack. Um, potential technological advancements that we may glean from non-human intelligence, UAP retrievals, they could be used by any sufficiently advanced nation to wage asymmetrical warfare. So there has to be some secrecy, but it is no longer necessary to continue to deny that these advanced technologies derive from non-human intelligence. There's no reason to deny that these technologies have landed, crashed, or fallen into the hands of human beings. <laughs> oh, um, wow. Well, what did you just hear, Max? What did you just hear? We got something's coming from some other place that's not this planet. And they're not perfect because some of the, these things are falling or crashed. I'll just let me just say that too. That there well, there they, is a fallibility with this. They and they and they have been very forthcoming about we have in some cases fragments, in other cases partial vehicles, and in some cases fully intact vehicles. 
Jonathan Gray said, listen, the idea that the United States has bullied other nations into silence for 100 years, that's just not true. He said he hopes that this revelation persuades the public that we need to let go of these crazy conspiracy ideas because we need to have a much broader discussion because we can't continue a secret 80-year arms race because doing so, are you ready, quote, inhibits the world population to be prepared for an unexpected non-human intelligence contact scenario. Is part, part of the thing they're saying it's from another world is because it involves elements that are not found here on Earth? It's really, if you, Dr. Uh, Gary Nolan has had a bunch of really interesting um, I mean, you could really fall down the UAP UFO rabbit hole, but yes, like there's a, there are radiological signatures and, um, things happening at the, um, atomic level that don't match our science. And that is the best I can explain it because like that, that kind of stuff is way beyond my yeah. liberal arts grasp, but I guess the takeaway, and I wanted to share this and shout out the journalists, Leslie Keen and Ralph Blumenthal, um, who wrote this for um, the Intelligence Debrief. And again, that is thedebrief.org if you want to check it out and subscribe. Um, because I, I know that most people are really busy and really distracted, and they're not going to read an 18-page government intelligence report. But I wasn't just going to jump on here and say, hey, the government says we're not alone and we need to get our get our heads around that because we're, you know, we, we need to. I knew that I needed to back it up with something for all the skeptics out there that are like. <laughs> for me, this is not surprising at all. Then the reason that I said that is you can go out in your front lawn and look up at the sky and realize there's a vastness with that with endless possibilities. And so it makes perfect sense that they would have found this planet and ended up sending, sending something to it. To what end, we, we, we still don't know. I'll say this. Listen, if any, any civilization capable of interstellar, interstellar travel is so much more advanced than us that if they wanted to annihilate us, they could have, they would have. Whatever the purpose is, annihilation doesn't seem to be the answer. Is this kind of disclosure frightening? Yes, because it, it can rock the foundations of the worldview of many people whose um, worldview, whose cosmology doesn't extend beyond Earth. Um, it doesn't have to rock your religious faith. It doesn't have to rock... Um, what you're going to have for dinner tonight. Because if you, if you look at scripture and, you know, the Christian Bible, but also um, Hinduism and Islam, if you look at scripture, there, there does seem to be a compelling through line of this idea of my father's kingdom having many mansions. Yeah. So it doesn't, I know it's frightening and a little bit destabilizing, um, but it doesn't have to rock your world. It could actually expand it. And it, whatever, whatever is going on, it looks like we're um, finally finding out. 
And I know there are people that are going to be like, I'm from the show me state. I want to see an alien before I believe in aliens. Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not going door to door to convince anybody, but we have highly, highly, highly trained observers with massive security clearances in key positions in the American intelligence community saying this, we are not alone. So you might want to go ahead and pop that popcorn and get ready because I have a feeling that the next few months are going to be interesting. That wraps up today's oddcast, fellow earthlings on this little watery blue ship. And just put the extra butter on it because, you know. Why the hell not? We don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the oddcast. Usually this is the kind of material I would do on True Weird Stuff, but this is breaking news and I wanted to get it to you as quickly as you could, as I could, you know, just in case they land. And if you like New this, episodes. You, you may want to check out, where um, uh, is anybody out there, that episode of True Weird Stuff? Which oh, is yeah. If you're into this kind of thing, um, where is everybody? Where is everybody? Is I'm sorry. Is the episode of True Weird Stuff where we break it down hard. And we will also be joined by the um, director of the SETI Institute, Dr. Seth Shostak, astronomy legend on an upcoming episode. Because it's getting real, you know, it's getting real. We do new episodes of the Oddcast every Monday until the Vulcans come and take us away. (laughs) Talking Lamar every Friday in the Oddcast feed. So we hope you enjoy that. Our website is B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H. E-R-I.com. And until then, Earthlings live long and prosper. We'll see you next time on the Oddcast. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review, and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.